it's not going to just be buy a virus play, a low flow virus play and walk away forever. So relish the process is I guess what I would say. And, 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 and the thing is, is if you spend an hour and every, and everything sucks, that this one sucks, this one sucks, this one sucks, this one sucks. That's still useful. And, and you're building skills for later because now tomorrow when there is a good one, you're like, well, geez, nine, I, all 10 of these blue were terrible yesterday. Now this one checks all my boxes. Now I want to attack. You're listening to the Steady Trade Podcast, a podcast that inspires traders to make meaningful strides and pursue their passions. Your hosts are Tim Bowen, the lead trainer at Stocks to Trade Pro, Kim Ann Curtin, the Wall Street coach, and Steven Johnson, the up-and-coming trader who's always willing to learn. Together, we'll sit down with experts to talk about their process, the lessons they've learned, and discuss how all traders can level up their trading careers. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast, everyone. Back here with the whole team, Kim and Steven. You'll get a topic that I thought we weren't going to discuss this year. Um, many people know, many people will hear the saying, sell in May and go away. Okay, maybe you've heard that saying. And I've always kind of pushed back a little bit on that because there's always trade opportunities year round. It's just, yes, things do typically tend to slow down a little bit in the summer, Simply because, I mean, people are vacationing, um, you know, a lot of, you know, especially in August, you know, a lot of European South Americans, I mean, a lot of people take off like almost the entire month of August for holiday. And, you know, and, and August is always kind of slow because, you know, you're gearing up for back to school, you're moving the kids back to college, etc. But man, two points we're going to talk about today. Number one, I think this May, June, July may have been the wildest three months ever in my 15 years. I think Steven and his four, three, four years will, will agree. So we had yeah. the exact opposite this summer. Now there's a lot of reasons for that that we'll talk about. And then the other topic we're going to talk about is how we finally did see a little bit of a shift. So we're recording this kind of like two thirds of the way through August. And I believe last Friday, I did a, a steady trade team webinar on Friday afternoon. And I remember saying, I was like, this is like the very first summer Friday and it's almost September. So, so those are the two points we're going to talk about. So welcome back, Stephen. Welcome back, Kim. Hi. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. I mean, from, from my perspective, I remember January and February kind of starting, start the year started pretty normal. Um, not, nothing, nothing different. Uh, I certainly got into my groove in March and April. I remember having record months. But, but I, I, think, I think I had record months just due to March and April in general, year on year being fine. And then, and then I, took, I took a dip because the market went, but not a dip, I had less profitable months because May and June just went crazy. Yes. <laughs> and May, May and June just went absolutely ballistic. July was adapting to change. And then all of a sudden in August, as soon as we do adapt to the change, it goes back to how it used to be. <laughs> so it, there's a lot of points of discussion for the episode. It's, it's 
what was the change that you need to make in the in the hotter market, and and maybe how do you change again in the quieter market? And is this this is this here to say? And also more importantly, how do you trade in this market, this quieter market, where there's there's only there's not A plus setups anymore, not often. There's B setups, there's C setups. A plus setups come once a week, twice a week, yeah. but a couple of months ago, A plus setups were every week. So maybe we can say, how do you find them, and what, and how do you how do you spot them, and how do you play them? Yeah, I think you know one of the biggest things with like May, June, and July that I, that I stressed so much was picking a sector that was your favorite. I mean, we had so many hot sectors, whether it be electric vehicles, virus plays. You know, we had some alternative energy plays. We had a we had a little mini oil and gas run. So one of the biggest drawbacks for the new trader out there, which, you know, is the majority of our listener, is when you come in in the morning and you run some scan and you got 20 stocks on scan with volume, that, that, that was the, that's the biggest thing we've seen post-coronavirus. I mean, years ago, I, you know, talk about the dark days of day trading. Years ago, you'd always have big gainers. But if a stock's up 50% on 10,000 shares, you can't trade that. What was different in May, June, and July, you'd have five huge gainers trading 10, 10 million shares apiece, 20 million shares apiece. So that was one of the biggest things I talked about as an adaptation was being willing to just hone in on a specific sector, whichever that sector was. And then the second point, I always use that bus station analogy and May, June, and July were a misser's market. And there, there was never a time that I can remember when, now I know it's still hard, but there was never a time I could ever think of where you should have had less FOMO because that bus station analogy yeah. is, man, all you got to do is wait 10 minutes and then there's another one. Wait an hour, there's another one. Or wait till the next day, there's another one. So that was the biggest point I was, I was, was talking about all through May, June, and July. But the, the, the problem on May, June, and July was having enough space on your computer <laughs> to have the full watch list <laughs> because you needed to have a watch list all the way down your screen. And I'm like, how can I fit more stocks on because I want to trade them all? But actually, it's just come to mind when you're explaining things. The, most, it's, the interesting thing about tracking data is you can track data, right? But the market, it runs in cycles and it changes all the time. And a hot sector can change the data. Or a crazy dollar volume increase or a crazy volume increase like we've just had can, can change data. The best way I've found to adjust to markets is to save every single chart that you play mm-hmm. and look for how each chart is playing right now. Because maybe in January, February, or March this year, you weren't getting squeezes so much. But in April, May, and June, every single stock would double bottom and squeeze. So for me, it's saving every, like pick a pattern, whether it's a gappa, whether it's a first red day, whether it's a first green day, save all of the charts that fit that criteria and watch how they play out every day because they all play out the same within a period. But then when the trend shifts, when the market changes cycle, then that changes. Do, do you know what I mean? For sure, sure. I mean, again, I, uh, you know, it's, it's like these, these setups you know, there's, there's always the same setups that are repeating, but a, there's a higher, lots of times they'll have a higher failure rate or a higher, you know, yeah. a, 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 com- no, a completion rate, I guess you could call it, you know, and, and listen, last week or so, my favorite pattern, that, that VWAP hold high a day really is kind of dried up. 
And so I've been extra careful with these, you know, that that's one of my favorites, but man, if the volume isn't really high, these are, they're, they're stalling out and they're not working like they would. And the, you know, I mean, we, we beat the drum on this all the time, but you only recognize that by tracking your data and being here every day. I mean, mm. seat time, man, seat time is so big. And then because, because if you only show up once a week, if you're day trading, okay, if you're swing trading or you're investing, you can do that. But man, I hate to break it to you. If you're day trading big movers, you got to spend a lot of seat time or another corny analogy. A lot of you guys know I'm a fisherman, but I call it getting your sea legs back. Like I haven't taken a day off since I joined stocks to trade four and a half years ago, no days off. But um, in the past, in my former life, I used to take days off and I would almost never trade that following day because it was always like, that was my day to kind of reabsorb and see, okay, what is going on? And I always call it getting my sea legs back, you know, where you're like, get on the boat. And you take, you know, you're kind of rocking around, but after an hour or so, you kind of get your equilibrium back. Yeah, totally. So that's a good question that Stephen couldn't read the entire watch list. Do you guys think it is better to have two screens or more screens than two? How many screens do you have, Tim? I've got eight. <laughs> but, you, don't, you don't need it, though. It's an ego thing, these screens. You, you know, need I don't think it's an ego thing. I mean, I, I can get that, like, not everybody needs eight, but do you have just one screen, Stephen? No, I have, like, three massive ones. It's Look, it, it's a nice to have. It's a nice to have, but, like, I've sat on my laptop, and I find it just as easy to click through all of the socks, yeah. click through all of the socks really mm. quickly. So, so if you're if you're a youngin and you don't have any like you know I have a pretty decent sized laptop but when I'm looking at even stocks of trade on it I'm just like squinting. <laughs> um, now, now one thing I will say, and, and Stephen's right. So, so you asked me the question, and I said, hey, yeah. do yeah. I need a? No, I I don't. I mean, okay. I'm a nerd. Okay, I mean, I'm a dork. Yeah. I lo- I mean, I I'm remodeling my office, so forgive the mess. But I mean, I've got four computers in this room. I've got iPads. I've got drones. Well, computer guy too. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dork. So, so that, that's the point. Do you need, yeah. need eight? No. Is it really nice to have two? Yeah. I think two yeah. is kind of the sweet spot. Now okay. I can perfectly function with one, but yeah. you know, when it comes to gear, especially during busy times, it is really nice to have two. Cause then you can, especially, you know, especially we do so much in the browser now. It yeah. is certainly yeah. nice not to have to sit there and minimize, maximize, minimize, maximize all the time. Yeah, that is, yeah, that, sure. That's one of the big, so, so I don't do think you, anybody needs more than two. So. Do you think one of those two though needs to be a big screen, like a true a desktop large screen screen? Certainly helps. You know, again, do you, do you have to? No, but it certainly helps. Like, like Steven said, if you've got 20 stocks at yeah. some point, they, you got to sit there and start scrolling up and down Cause then you got yeah. your, your screeners, you got your charting, you got your, your, you know, your broker window at some point you can run out of screen space. So a big, a bigger yeah. screen is better. And you know, the yeah. most, nice thing right now is huge monitors for 150 bucks. You know, that's so. what I was going to say, right. They're really inexpensive now. So it, it just feels like perhaps you get to see, you know, because I imagine after a while you're having to look at such, you know, you're looking for the patterns, the bigger, the pattern, 
perhaps you notice it more if it's if it's on a bigger screen like i've thought about getting a bigger screen myself just so i could look at that uh, repeatedly especially because you're going to be looking at it like you said with seat time so I now think the after one, a while, I just you know the one thing I will say I'm agreeing with Stephen. So this is yeah. if you're at home, you got to drink. Okay, this is the only time Stephen and Tim agree is that you always got to drink. You don't need it though. It it is nice. It's okay. it's it, you know okay. a big screen, multiple screens, but especially if you're new, I also see that become a double edged sword because I see a lot of people uh-huh. they get they got now they got too much going on. And it's yeah, like I the same thing too. I see a lot of newer traders like with technical indicators. Okay. Yeah. It's like they send me a chart and they're like, you know, they got all these overlays and I'm like, whoa, you know, so, so that's the only yeah. caveat I would mention. You don't need okay. it. It's nice. So, okay. And, and can I ask you guys one other question on that note, just the, the sense of, uh, stimulation do do like i know you like to have the heavy rock music tim but tim uh, but steven do you have quiet in the background like i'm just curious concentration levels do you guys need a certain kind of level of you know noise or no noise just out of curiosity yeah i know it's a it's a funny question actually because i trading takes a huge amount of concentration between 9.27 and 9.35, especially if you're shorting and you're shorting at the open. Generally, when you're playing long, you're not really going long at the open. You're more going long 9.40, 9.45, 9.50. But if you're shorting at the open, it takes an extraordinary amount of... And and, and if you're in, like, say, typically I'll be in two, three, four socks. I'll trade sometimes two, three socks pre-market into the open. So I'm in complete silence. And, and I'm just staring. I'm just staring at all the tickers and I'm in one, out of the other, covering one, shorting another, putting a stop loss on one, get out of the other, putting limit orders to add into a spike in the other one if that spike happens. So I'm pure concentration and it's only, it's only if I, once I clear a certain amount of money and I'm up that I allow myself to put, put that newfound glory or that green day or that offspring on and crack a beer. I, I don't crack beers until I'm... Um, until I've got that 935, 940, 945 done. And I trade at six o'clock. It's not, I'm not drinking at 9 a.m. <laughs> um, again, stay at, yeah. if you're at home, take another drink. Um, yeah, I don't like, I, sh- I, I, you know, many of you know, I get up early. Usually I got the music going, like, like when I'm reading the news, kind of getting a feel for the day at like yeah. 6 a.m. But at yeah. about 8 a.m., it shuts off. And yeah. I don't, it, it, it pisses me off, actually, if it is on. Because it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to shut it off. And yeah. and again, back to luxuries or, or things that are nice to have. We were talking about it before we started. Um, you know, I, my home office is actually, you know, detached from the house. And, you know, my kids are older now, but I was day trading when they were babies. And I, man, there was a, listen, I love my kids. Nobody loves them more than me. But there's a lot of times I was glad I was 100 yards away when we had two toddlers running around at the totally. market open, you know? So, totally, so yeah, totally. for me, it's just silence. Okay. Um, and That's it's so, awesome. Like where I'm at, it's so quiet. I was doing a webinar the other day and there was a cricket out my window and, and <laughs> someone was on the webinar and they're like, 
am I going nuts? Is there, is there a cricket? And I'm like, yeah, there's a cricket. I'm like, That's how quiet it is here. So they, they're much better than roosters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't know that you both had silence uh, while you, while you were trading. That's yeah. Really like, and and again, know. I, I know I already said it, but like, if, if, if I forget to turn the music off, I'm like, yeah. Alexa, it's you know, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm yelling at Alexa. It's irritating. Like, it's like, irritating. Is, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. Because so you, awesome. you, That's so awesome. You have to focus on 10 different things at the same time. And yeah. if you've got music on as an 11th that you don't need, it's, it's very irritating. Like I'm irritated as shit. I'll slam that thing off as well. Yep. Yeah. Same. I'm curious. <laughs> did, have you guys ever listened to binaural beats? So nah, did, do, nah. you, would, do you ever use them, Tim? Like for Again, the, the I just, studying? I, I, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for like reading, like when I'm reading and stuff okay, like that. But not trading. Yeah, I'll have, I'll, I'll, I've done the headphone things or like, again, the Alexa. I've got that nice Alexa with the subwoofer. Yeah. She'll play like that, that meditation music that's all that stuff. Yeah. I love that for reading. But yeah. even that, like the, the general, I mean, I'm just like, yeah. I want back to agreeing with steven i'm like i want nothing man if we're that's talking, amazing. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> exactly that's so awesome i'm so glad i asked because i really had this like you were you were trading with the the hard rock on behind you but it's just you and that steven was listening to music too so that's great to know okay awesome yeah, no, trading is trading is very serious <laughs> trading is a very it's very serious yeah like i mean we joke around and we like to have personality and stuff but it's a very 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 serious game when you get down to it yeah makes sense. But, um, makes sense but just 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 getting back to the first point um what what i just wanted to say is i've heard lx21 say never wanted to miss a day as well because you have to be in tune with the market at all times see and that that's my and i totally agree see and, and remember what i said to me I wasn't missing a day. I was missing multiple days because, but, but if let's say I took Friday off, I didn't, I was like scared to trade on Monday. Cause it was like, it just didn't Same. feel, it didn't feel right. So Same. that's why. But even if you have Saturday and Sunday off, yeah, even if you I, have Saturday and Sunday off, Monday is scary. I, I try and I, I do research on Saturday. So I only have Sunday off. Yep. And but, I still, um, I still do. Yep. I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, you're obviously you're not trading on Saturday and Sunday, but I'm still doing something, something trading related. related. Some, yeah, mar- something market related. I mean, I, you know, I've got my, you know, I, I keep glowing about barons lately, but I've got my marked up barons here from this weekend with all my red marks all over it, you know, so, but. It's awesome. I love, I love but, real newspapers instead of like online newspapers. It's such, so refreshing to just have the tactical. Yeah. You know, this is a real side note and, and we're not, we have no affiliate code for Barron's. We're not making anything off Barron's, but man, this freaking love Barron's. Um, all we, I've subscribed for years and it's a weekly newspaper. And that's one of the things I love the most about it. Everything is a long read. Okay. They don't do yeah. any of these clickbaity little articles that you see online and highly, highly recommended. It's expensive. It's like 40 bucks a month, but yeah. get rid of your Netflix and some other crap yeah. and get errands. So, <laughs> so the other thing, so Steven, let's, you know, a little bit back to, you know, now we're, we're talking real summer and I think, you know, my prediction is, and we'll see, you know, we've, we've got like 10 days till labor day my kids are going back to school. Some schools are opening up. So I kind of think we might see, you know, oh my gosh, I'm doing the, you know, the home alone. 
you know, we might see like 10 days of summer trading, but that being said, you know, what, what, what do you think? I mean, how do you, you've mentioned that you've been kind of struggling to adapt a little bit. What, what's your recommendation for this, you know, oh no. Ten yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, look, it's our advice maybe for across all of the markets of what to do rather than just specifically for now. But, but I mean, first things first, where have the Robin Hood has gone? Where's, where's all those E-Trade account subscribers gone? I don't know. And I'm not going to say they've blown up because they couldn't have blew up in a day. They're still here, man. This, that, that was this weekend's Barons on Robinhood. So. Yeah. So I'm not sure what's happening there. But look, I think traditionally in, in, in previous years gone by, you might, you might get a slow couple of days at the start of September, but it does pick up into the second week of September. The best advice I can ever give, because I've, I've, I've gone through so many left and right doors to find the right door and knocked on so many doors that you open the door and there's a brick wall and then you, you, you go to the next one and you get through. Um, the best advice ever, and you hear it from a lot of traders, but you don't take notice of it. It's just about staying in tune with the market and, and analyzing every day what's going on. So you've got your set patterns, right? You've got your first green day. You've got your multi-day runners. You've, you've got your dip and rip on your second day if you get the double bottoms. And then you've got your short setups, your first red day, your, your gap and crap, your parabolics, that turnover. It's just all about like how much volume is in the market and what setup is working right now. Or, or maybe you've got your, your industry trends like the, the weed or the, the, the Bitcoin or the electric vehicle sector. You've just got to think what's working right now. And if nothing's working, then nothing's working. And that's fine because some days maybe nothing will work because it's really quiet. Um, and it's just about really staying in tune with what pattern is working now because first, first red days weren't working last month. They're working again now. Uh, the VWAP breaks into the afternoon used to work religiously for probably six months. They're not working now. It's just monitoring what's working and what's not working and trading based on that. I mean, that's, that's honestly the best answer I can give. Yeah, and, and mine is very similar. And, and here's the thing, and I know this is unpopular because everybody wants action, you know, action, action, action. But personally, I think if you're newer, you should relish these slower times because it gives you the ability to focus on your process, okay? So, you know, here's a sheet, and I don't, you probably can't read it because of my beautiful, speaking of roosters and chickens, my handwriting. But, you know, this is a, a, a process sheet that, that we, we go through. And this is on plug PLUG, which was a killer swing trade last couple of days. But what I like about days like this is it gives you that time to really focus on your process and go through and be, and be more selective. And then, you know, because, you know, listen, in May, June, and July, I, I never want, I will never say it is easy. Okay. But man, I will. <laughs> at, at some point in May, June, and July, if it was a virus play with a PR and high volume, you just buy it and leave for a couple of hours. You know, that, that was all you had to do, you know? So that's not going to last is the thing. So yeah. yes, it's frustrating to come in and, and, and run all these scans and fill out all these sheets. But at the same time, it's not going to just be buy a virus play, a low flow virus play and walk away forever. So relish the process is I guess what I would say. And, 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 and the thing is, is if you spend an hour and everything, and everything sucks, that this one sucks, this one sucks, this one sucks, this one sucks. 
that's still useful. And, and you're building skills for later because now tomorrow when there is a good one, you're like, well, geez, nine, I, all 10 of these blue were terrible yesterday. Now this one checks all my boxes. Now I want to attack. And especially if you're under the PDT, you know, you only yeah. get three trades a week anyway. So yeah. and enjoy the just process, a- you know, enjoy building that skill set. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, Makes you know, up in your bench press or lowering your one mile time. I mean, it's like, enjoy it, you know, the, getting better, you know, incremental progress. But yeah. it, just, just something to pick up on that, which is really important as well. It's, can I, ven- you some, is, can I ven- Venmo you some money for a haircut? <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm waiting until like, I'm going back to England since I'm waiting until like two days before I go back to England to get a cut. Okay. And it's, it's coronavirus. I'm really at work. I was at work today, but I'm really at work. But um, <laughs> the, I want to give an analogy in that if, if you are single for a long period of time as a male or a female, you should never drop your standards and settle. You should always go for the best person possible. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with stock trading. Mm-hmm. If for some reason it's a quieter month, you should never drop the quality of the setups and the criteria or criterion that you look for. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't realize you were that culture. <laughs> Wait, I'm from Newcastle. I'm dead culture. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but no, but I mean, look. That's great anything, advice. Yeah, yeah. During quieter times, you should maybe be thinking, I'm playing those contract wins. I'm playing those, I mean, it's earnings season, right? I see earnings winners every day now. I'm only playing earnings winners. Um, I'm only playing the next thing that actually has the vaccine for coronavirus. And it's not cured three people, it's cured a thousand people in phase four, not phase one. Because phase one is animals, phase four is people. So it's just be a bit more selective as well. So now, Kim, before we were talking, you had a good question. Well, when when we were getting ready to record, what was it? it was something about I was I was just curious, not just for what you guys are bumping into now at the last week of summer, but just over over many years, how do you cope with when the market slows down? You want do to you go first, Stephen, or you want me to? Uh, yeah, I can go. I mean, to be honest. Um, I mean, I, I've worked full time for a long time while trading the market, so I'll work nine till six and trade seven till twelve. So for me, it's a welcome, it's a welcome day off. It's a Drink welcome again day off. If you're, if you're at home, <laughs> it's just a welcome day off. Like I'm relieved. Like honestly, I, I was talking to my friend today, and I was just like, I'm glad there's no, I'm glad there's no good setups. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I, I, I believe it or not, after four years, trading's not as exciting as it used to be. It's still exciting. But yeah. if I can take a day off, I'm going to take it. Do you know what I mean? Take it. Totally. I think, I think that's a sign of you being like, like truly a professional if you're comfortable taking a day off, you know, because that, I mean, that's my, how yeah, I feel. Yeah. So, so I made the joke about drinking. If you're, if you're at home, you know, don't drive after listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, I, again, I, I, I keep remembering this webinar I did on Friday because Friday was like the first day where, it really felt like Slow it summer. showed up. Yeah. And for like the whole webinar, I was like, thank God. I'm like, I mean, there's days, I mean, this summer, I mean, I've got my furniture all moved around, but there's a lot of days. It's like four o'clock and I go over there and like take a 20 minute nap, man. It's, yeah. And I, I, I told That's this cool. story too. 
I've never had a summer, you know, I think most of the listeners know I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a handy guy. I like to fix my own stuff. I like to do home improvement. There's never been a summer where I got less done, you know, personally than this summer. It's just like, man, my, my to-do list is, I got the same to-do list from freaking March. So to me, I agree with Steven. I'm like, thank goodness. Maybe I can walk away from this computer for an hour a day or something, you know? Yeah. But but what would you say to the, you know, the new traders or the traders who have been studying and they're just coming into the market now and they're just like, what, wait a minute. I want to play in this game and there's nothing there. Like what what would you, what's your advice to them? Defeat that, you know, defeat that dragon because man, and, and, you know, Hey, Steven, we've, you know, in the early days of the podcast, we talked about this a lot with Steven. One of his biggest issues when he was struggling was he wanted action. You know, that was, that was, yeah. one, of, that was one of his, the reason he kept taking these big losses and, and going for rides. You know, we, yeah. we all, old school listeners will remember, man, a lot of our podcasts were Steven going for $5,000 rides to make 50 bucks, you know, because he wanted action, baby. And yeah. So yeah. My, my answer is, Kim, you got to defeat that man. Cause if you're, yeah. if you're like, I want action, you got the wrong motivation. So yeah. Yeah. Steven, what do you yeah. think? Yeah. I mean, look, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's something that changes over time because a, you get bent so many times by trying to take action and B you lose mm. the, you lose the fascination with having to catch every single thing because you can look at a stock and think, Oh God, the last, five out of seven times that I traded this, it went wrong. So do I really, really want to go for a right to do? Yeah. And, and you just develop the skill over time where you're like, I mean, look, do like, do things go wrong? I know, oh, I can't remember the ticker off the top of your head. can't remember, but look, does news sometimes come out on a stock and you get caught by surprise? Does a chat room buy a stock when you're in it with good size and you get caught upside down and you take a loss that you shouldn't take and you don't cut it sometimes? That does happen, but what you can control over time is that you learn not to take setups that don't work out of boredom because all you're asking for is a terrible experience (laughs) and panic and worry and nervousness and a a escape call to your mom saying, mom, I've done it again. Is this funny? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You know, and that there's, there's that Ed Sykota quote, you know, that, you know, um, everyone gets what they want out of the market and some people want to lose. You know, and, yeah. and I think, you know, yeah. again, if, if you, I'm not saying you want to lose dear listener, but you know, if you, if you want action out of the market, it'll give you action. You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you, As you know, it takes you, your money. <laughs> exactly. You'll, I tell you, your, your heart, if, Paying you want, for it. if you want, if you want, you know, a, a, a 130 beats per minute heart rate, <laughs> You know, <laughs> short a low floater at nine thirty. You know, so. <laughs> oh my God! So it, I mean, what I'm hearing from both of you guys is that this this sense of being really conscious of what it is that you're doing, and that sometimes what you've been trained to do, what you've been studying to do, is just the market is not going to give you that opportunity. 
and you just, it's, it's like, I, I, this is a crazy metaphor that's coming to me now, but it's like when you want to play on the playground when you're a kid, I mean, we used to play on playgrounds. I'm so old. So I remember going out there and like, if there weren't other kids out there, I would be disappointed because I'm like, oh, there's nobody to play with. Like I have whatever, my roller skates or my marbles or whatever, but you, you got to go like, just do something else because they're not there. So maybe that's, you know, do you, do you guys sense that like, a beginner trader is there is there any other way besides experiencing this kind of the market is not moving right now is there anything that they can look for maybe they can't notice that maybe they go in somewhat ignorantly uh what what are, are there any other signs besides what, what else could they look for to be indicators that it isn't a time for them to potentially go in I'll go first this time. Um, my opinion is, and I know this might be unpopular opinion. It's just, it's seat time. I think because yeah, okay. I mean, again, if you can, you could read a book or, and listen, I think I, hopefully this podcast is helpful. You know, hopefully you yeah. hearing this and you can listen to podcasts, but you know, if you're a month in or a couple months in, you don't, you don't know what busy is and you don't know what slow is. You, you just don't, yeah. You, yeah. you can't delineate the two because you just haven't seen enough, you know? Yeah. Now, yes. so, but, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I would say, which is, which I think is a, a good observation. I would say you don't know the difference in the first six months of what's an A plus setup and what's yep. a B setup or a C setup. So you can be trading when the market's busy and delivering a lot of A plus setups and you're thinking, I'm killing this. I'm really understanding yeah. the market. Yes. And then you're thinking you're doing the same thing in a quieter market, but you're actually trading C and D plus setups. And you're like, why isn't this working? I'm doing the same thing. Wow. But you don't that know so that you're sense. actually trading two different patterns. Which this yeah. summer, I think, is a, you know, you mentioned like, hey, where's all the Robin Hooders going? I mean, again, you know, this summer, I mean, was like the perfect time to just, you know, like back to I think my- it's all sunshine and roses. Yeah, because, exactly. And, and- I mean, all those Robin Hooders, don't you guys think they probably think that it's easy now? Plus, there are certain people online whose name we won't mention who are telling people it's easy and are oh, yeah. telling people the market always goes up. I mean, I couldn't believe he actually said that. But I was like, oh my God. So, what? So, imagine all these millions of uh, Robin Hooders are thinking this is such a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. And, and justifiably it. so. I, I'll tell you. Yeah. Know, listen, yeah. again, I, I kind of stick up for all the Robin Hooders, because I mean, you know, justifiably so you, you, you have, you have, if if you started trading in April, you, you, you believe stocks only go up Yeah, because for four and a half months, stocks only went up. I mean, I mean, the stock market as of, as of yesterday had its best hundred days in history. Okay. So, so if you, let's say you opened your brokerage account a hundred days ago, you know, yeah. three and a half months ago, you just went through, and, and again, the, in his yeah. 120 yeah. years, yeah. the 100, 100 best day. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love them too. I want them to succeed. I'm just worried about sure. them because I know their gravity is real and up, what goes up must come down. So I'm just like, you know, but when is down coming? And I mean, maybe it's just a week off because everybody's on vacation now and it's going to come roaring back in September. But what, what I think I'm going to, 
what's the prediction? Okay, so you think it's going to come wrong? Let's, yeah, let's end with predictions. Let's end with okay. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll take this one home. So okay. um, I'll, let, I'll, I'll go and then I'll let you guys go and then we'll yeah. wrap this one up. Because, okay. you know, I, 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 I sense that, that I'm, I'm, I'm afraid with this whole angel and devil thing. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that, that Stephen's going to corrupt Kim, <laughs> take her to the dark side. But I'll do my best, man. I'll go down swinging. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like Yoda. I'm trying. You're looking out for my soul. <laughs> yep, I'm trying to save Luke, but at some point, man, <laughs> if he, if he goes over to the dark side, he goes. I can't stop him. So that being said, um, I think it'll be a couple slow weeks until until we get past Labor Day. You know, again, it looks like all these colleges, you know, the significant majority of these colleges are going. They're going to be remote classes. Uh, you know, again, UNC Chapel Hill, one of the biggest. You know, Notre Dame. You know, all of them. Um, I think your sports are, are coming back. Okay. So not yet anyway. Now next, right. I think, you know, so I'm talking predictions into the end of the year because I think like yep. second okay. semester, I think they're going to come back. You will have sports in the spring, but I think we're just, we're, I, here's my prediction. We'll have a repeat of the hundred biggest days of the in stock market history this fall. That's I'll go on the record with that. I might be wow. wrong. But wow. I just think that you've just, no sports. You got 10 million new Robinhood accounts. Uh, you got a bunch of young people that are taking Zoom classes that they're barely paying attention to. Um, that's my <laughs> prediction. That's my prediction. So, all right, Stephen, what do you think? Yeah, no, Stephen I, thinks I, the stock market's going to zero tomorrow. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think after the election, because of the what, Federal Reserve may, pumping may too much started. money in, blah 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 blah. I don't know if the I don't know if the election will keep. I don't know if the stock market will keep running after the election. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I see gold rushing up, and that's generally a sign of people buying because they're worried about the supply going down. But I, I agree with t- uh, with Tim that the volume will come in and it'll be crazy, and, and everything that he said, I agree with. The only the only thing that I want to say is. It's very important that people understand how hard trading is, because like, and it's like I've got I've got friends who've got into trading and then they switch penny stocks to forex, and they're winning fifty bucks every day on the small account. I'm like I'm, but I'm making fifty bucks every day. I think I can quit my job. I think I'm going to size up soon. And I, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, and they're like, no, nah, but you don't understand how hard I'm studying. We're like we're literally ten hours a day, and I'm and I, I don't say too much. And I know there's all the Robin Hooders who think they're studying as well, and that's why I want to make the personal experience to the, the the bigger experience. And I'm like, you have to study for ten hours a day for like two years, three years. You can't just study for eight hours a day for two months and think that you've got it. And uh, but friends who's like, During I'll never, I'll hundred greatest days, you know, the hundred wildest. Days ever. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've got friends who say, I'll never blow up an account. It'll, it'll never be me. I'm just not the type of person who'll blow up an account. I'm like, I don't know a single person who hasn't blown up multiple, let alone just one account. You'll blow up accounts. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. So I just really want to to push out there the naivety in this market with all of these new traders. It is hard as hell. Um, and, it, and if Tim Grittani did it full time in just 10 months, and he, he took massive, massive losses yeah. any second and third years, like six figure massive losses, still not fully getting it. I just want to say it's tough, but if you're sticking, you can get it. But don't be naive and don't be naive about the work and don't be naive because of just this run we've had the last few months. 
I don't want to kill the spirit. Trading well, them no, is incredibly you know, rewarding. You know, you're trying to caution them. You're trying to give them a cautionary tale, which to me is, it's, I mean, that's the most merciful thing to do. You're still encouraging them, but you're just saying, if you think, you know, I remember, Stephen, that couple that was telling you, wasn't there a couple, a, a friend, uh, a husband and wife that were telling they were going to go into day trading full time. And they're like, we, we've seen some action. We've seen some up and downs. And you're like, you haven't seen nothing yet. I just remember. Yeah, it's the same, the same guys. I'm like, I'm like, I can't, words do not describe how difficult this is. However, has it changed my life? It has changed my life beyond belief. Has it changed Tim's life? It's changed Tim's life. There's endless people like Roland, Kyle, yeah. Jack. I have several friends who've been able to quit the jobs. It is very, very possible. It is just equally hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think, you know, listen, I, I know a lot of people listen to every episode, but maybe if this is your first episode, that that's one of the recurring themes. I mean, we started out, you know, I, I'm guessing the very first episode, we probably said something like this, you know, this might be the hardest thing you ever do. You can do it. Anybody yeah. can do it. You don't need to be some mathematical genius. You don't need to be male, female, whatever, old, young, anyone can do it, but it might be the hardest thing you ever do. So, yeah. so Kim, what's, what's, so, so from a, you know, from a, from yeah. a tire in looking in, you know, what, what's yeah. your prediction for the stock for just kind of the overall markets into the end of the year? We did the yeah. mid year pred- prediction, which I freaking yeah. crushed that thousand dollar. <laughs> and I crushed the all time high on the SPY. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, do you remember I was meant to be shortened right now <laughs> <laughs> thank god I didn't yeah exactly yep yep I, I still remember when, when, when you were short in the SPY like in, in, in March and now here we are at all time high but anyway lucky lucky I didn't do that eh? <laughs> so Kim what do you think what do you think I you mean, know I'm torn you finance in the markets yeah. so yeah yep. yeah I'm to- I'm a little torn because I because I know what goes up must come down and yet it's this is a very strange time and I know that there's millions and millions in day trading now that would not have been here before. So I, I do think there is some curiosity around November. I, I think right now, I'll say this. I think come at the end of August, it probably will come roaring back. Will it last for till the end of the year? I'm not so sure. Maybe it lasts till November, right before the election. I think it's going to depend on the results of the election. And then, you know, I don't know. That's I think right now, come roaring back September, October, maybe come November, there's some kind of reconciliation. I don't know. We'll see. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, this was a fun episode. I enjoyed this one. I I, uh, I really like these. You know, just kind of you know you know talking about just just kind of the general state of the market, general themes, you know, again, I've, I've been through almost 15 summers now. Steven's been through three or four summers and uh, never, I mean, never saw anything like this, man. It, uh, nah. and again, it just, for me personally, man, it's like, you know, it's like a week till September, man. I don't even remember this summer <laughs> for a certain, to a certain extent. I mean, how about yeah. you, Steven? I mean, has this been one of your busiest summers of your life or what? Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been one of the busiest and it's been one of the best. Um, I, I, I'd honestly say I've learned more about the stock market in the last two or three months than I have in the last two or three years. Beautiful. I mean, wow. learning has That's been amazing. phenomenal, phenomenal. And I don't know if just a lot of stuff clicked or it's just 
just the markets presented a lot of, of opportunities. But look, it's, um, I said this on Twitter the other day, look, every day you wake up and you're still in the game, it's a beautiful day. Every day you wake up and you're still trading, you're still making money, you're still in the game. It's a, it's a beautiful day to be alive. And, you know, uh, that goes back to, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this one up here. But, you know, again, I always, uh, you know, I always thank you for, for me, for attributing that to me from that first day we met. You know, that was like one of the first things I said to you was, man, you know, I, cause I saw it in you. I'm like, man, this guy loves this. He's got a passion for it. He's smart, yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm like, just be here 18 months yeah. from now. Be here. You know, it's not about winning. Okay. It's yeah. not about making a million your first year. It's just, I want you here 18 months later, three years later, here we are. Stay in the game. That's it. Just stay. And look, and honestly, your progress isn't day by day. It's not trade by trade. It's not month by month. Your progress is year by year. Like, I was looking at this the other day because I was disappointed that I lost on a trade today. But I made like two grand last year. And then I cleared 40K so far this year. I'm only seven months in. So you've got to think, where will, I, where will you be next year? Where will you be the year after? It's just staying in the game long enough to learn and grow. And the results will come. Well said. Well, everyone, thank you again. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Stephen. Um, I always like to just kind of remind you guys, head over to SteadyTrade.com. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. You know, Matt's doing the, the mini episodes. So maybe you haven't seen those or maybe you have. I'm doing the daily briefing that's on a separate channel, but it's linked over to the to SteadyTrade.com. And then jump on the mailing list because um, we've got the team sending out the Steady Trade Digest right now, which is pretty cool it's you know it's a free newsletter but it kind of recaps everything that's going on in the week it's a a really i mean it's it's a whole team puts it together but um i love reading them and i mean i know you're probably like oh here here's a sales pitch but it's actually really cool it's it's a great recap of the week um matt does the majority of it man he's a smart guy and really you know it's, it's a free newsletter you get it friday afternoon especially if you're busy you get a good read of what was going on in the week and um So as always, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Stephen. And we'll see you next time.